This is Tiger Hall. Yes, getting a promotion sounds great. But have you ever considered it might not actually be the best way to progress your career? Stay with us here. We're speaking to Julie Winkle Giulioni and Julie has been named among Inc's top 100 leadership speakers and she's the co-author of International Bestseller, Help Them Grow or Watch Them Go and author of Promotions Are So Yesterday. We had a conversation about why you might want to stop chasing the next promotion. Here it is. Okay, Julie, what is the relationship between career development and promotions? Well, for a lot of folks, it's kind of the same. (laughs) Many of us have gotten into the habit of conflating career development with promotions. There's something about career development that just hijacks our brains and takes us to these one and two dimensional mental models of career ladders or lattices or org Mm -hmm. charts. And you know, there's, it, it just triggers these outdated expectations. Despite the fact that we know organizations are becoming less hierarchical and that levels are being delayered and work is getting done more organically. I mean, we know all that. And yet we just can't help ourselves. We keep rubber banding back to this idea of career development equals promotion. And so no wonder so many people are really dissatisfied and feeling like they're not getting the development that they want. So what what are the alternatives to this? Well, it is definitely time to expand our definition of career development. When you think about it, work and careers and we have all changed tremendously career development hasn't really kept up. It's kind of frozen in another time. And so over the last 10 years, I've done some field research and I developed what I refer to as the multidimensional career framework, which offers seven alternative avenues, ways to grow that are anytime, anywhere development options, completely within the control of an employee and a manager to affect They take advantage of the here and now, and they're really more empowering. And my research suggests that they're actually more interesting to people in aggregate than that classic climb up the corporate ladder. Mm. So you just mentioned this framework you've created that expands career development beyond promotions. Could you tell us a bit more about this? What, What else is in there? Yeah. So the framework is eight dimensions, climbing the corporate ladder. Climb is one of those dimensions, but there are seven others as well. So there's contribution. And in fact, that was number one, most interesting to people in our research. And it really speaks to the human spirit's need to be of service and make a difference and live on purpose. And when we contribute with intention, we don't just have to give, we can also get something in the process in terms of skills, network, visibility, experiences. So contribution is an alternative method, an alternative dimension of development. There's also competence 
That's our second most interesting of the dimensions in our global research. And it really speaks to the fact that we realize the world's changing fast. I just was reading a study, 54% of American workers believe that they don't have the skills to be able to thrive. Hmm. And there are studies around the world that are are similar. You know, there's a disconnect between the confidence we have in our skill set and where we think the the world is going. And when you think about, I think it's the Institute for the Future of Work says 85% of the jobs we'll be doing in the year 2030 haven't been invented. We need to be developing the skills and knowledge and the ability and the capabilities to be effective today, and also to look around the corner and prepare ourselves for what's to come. A third of these development dimensions is contentment. There was some global research, 65% of people globally during the pandemic began to rethink their relationship with work. Mm. And so contentment, it's not about complacency, but it's about acknowledging that Careers are a a marathon. They're not a sprint. You know, we're going to be working for 30 or 40 or 50 or more years. And so there are natural ebbs and flows. And there are certain times in everyone's career where the best step forward is a step back to figure out how do I cultivate greater ease and joy and balance and meaning in my life to sustain me over the long haul. And when we do that with intention, there's tremendous growth to be had in that as well. Fourth dimension is confidence. And we normally don't think about that when we think about career development. And yet all of us who have ever felt that dip in confidence know it can be a real showstopper. And so there are times in all of our careers where what we need to do is double down on trusting ourselves. I know for myself, both times I launched books. I should have been at the top of my game. I should have been feeling great about myself. And my confidence tanked. Really? Totally. I was, uh, you know, I wasn't a blithering idiot, but I really was not certain in myself. And so I didn't need to contribute more, go out and do more. I didn't need to build new skills. I didn't need to become more content. What I needed to do was double down on my skills, my capacity, my trust and assuredness that I could show up and deliver predictably. And uh, so for many of us, there are times in our career where that is the best development that we need to to focus in on. Mm. And then we have, you know, the development dimensions of challenge, connection and choice, as well as climb. It's not going anywhere. It's still part of the, the business landscape. But what distinguishes these other dimensions from that climb is climb is finite. These other dimensions, they're infinite. Climb is out of the individual's control. These other dimensions completely within our control to affect. And so it gives us a way to feel much more empowered, be able to take action around our careers. So yeah, lots of lots of C words there in the framework. I'm noticing. I'd love to I'd love to go back to confidence that you mentioned, if you don't mind. And a bit of a personal question: Can I ask what shook your confidence at that stage, and how did you reclaim it? Well, the first time around, I think what shook my confidence was stepping into a new role. Hmm. I had not been an author before. I had not been out speaking about my own ideas. And it was a really vulnerable place to find myself. 
And so what I needed to do during that time, and the, the same formula that I used when my second book came out, was to make sure that I had a core group of folks around me who I could trust to tell me the truth. You know, so frequently we don't have a good sense of ourselves and our performance. Mm-hmm. Um, we either inflate it or in many cases we deflate it. So having a few folks around me who would tell me after a keynote, ooh, you just weren't on the top of your game. Or because they were willing to tell me when I wasn't great, I could trust them when they said, you nailed it. And so over time, being able to have that experience of, okay, I nailed it. I felt it. They felt it. We're all good. So I could come back to that level of, of uh, confidence and comfort again. Okay. I love that. I'm so glad you you have that group around you. That's invaluable. Uh, I'm just thinking uh, more on this confidence point, because we're talking really here about setting aside quite traditional ideas of progression. And you have to have confidence to be able to step away from that and say, no, I don't need the validation of a promotion to feel good about myself and feel good about my career. That's going to be a barrier to a lot of people, right? Yes, it may be. I I don't know if it's a lack of confidence that's a barrier. There's so many societal barriers, you know, cultural Mm. barriers, familiar barriers, expectations that you know, we're supposed to move up the ladder. There's a gentleman in one of my workshops recently, a PhD chemist, brilliant man. And um, he was feeling pressure to get that next promotion. And he was also feeling pressure to publish because his family, and he talked about, you know, my family, they don't even have bachelor degrees. And yet they're asking, well, when was your last promotion? And when was your last paper Mm -hmm. published? And so there are familial Mm -hmm. pressures, there's organizational pressures from the time we're kids, we're asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And so there's that sense, you know, in our DNA that we're supposed to be on the move. Yeah. And so there's a lot of pressure that causes us to reflexively pursue those promotions. And yet, when we step back, I am so heartened when I lay this framework out for people and their response is, ah, finally, I have an alternative. (laughs) For the longest time, it was like we only had promotions on the menu. Mm -hmm. And so that's what everybody ordered up. But now we've got seven other dimensions there. And so I actually don't see a lot of folks when they're introduced to this content, feeling like I don't have the confidence to move forward. I see a lot of relief and recognition that I can keep growing and I don't have to do this other thing that may not be natural. That's fantastic to hear. Hey, sorry to so rudely interrupt my own conversation, but I just wanted to let you know that this is a Tiger Hall podcast. Tiger Hall is the world's leading social learning platform, and we have hundreds of interviews just like this with amazing senior business leaders from around the world. These can all be accessed via the Tiger Hall app, which is free to download. You get free content every month and new stuff is uploaded every workday. I hope to see you there. One thing I'm wondering is, I mean, so in addition to sort of our own expectations, family expectations, you mentioned earlier that career progression is frozen in time. I think that's what you said. But I'm thinking that a lot of more traditional companies are stuck in the past. And this is still the mark of progression for a lot of people. 
What do you say to that? Yeah, so I don't know that career progression is stuck in the past. I feel like Mm. our ideas around career development are a little bit outdated. Right. So I would agree with you. In in many organizations that step up the the corporate ladder is indeed uh, the expectation. Increasingly, though, organizations are really working hard. They're introducing technical pathways that don't force people who want to keep growing and and progressing to go the managerial route if that's not a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing organizations that are eliminating some of the steps and creating broader bands so that Folks have more latitude within a, a band to, to move and grow. And so some organizations are stuck. Others are really finding some creative ways forward. And one size doesn't fit all, you know, and that's the beauty when a leader recognizes these other dimensions. Leaders are able, despite the organization that they're in, they're able to be, uh, be bringing more of the development people want uh, into those development relationships. So for any people managers who are listening to this, could you share some really great questions that they can use to spark the reflection that's needed for this and productive dialogue for career development in their teams? You bet. And we could go on forever um, with these <laughs> questions. I think I have a hundred in the the book. Um, But I guess let's talk about three broad categories. One category of questions and one focus area would really be around broadening the playing field, helping people to expand their view of what career development is. And so questions like, what does career mean to you? And um, what do you want to do rather than what do you want to be, you know, when you grow Mm. up? Where do you see yourself in three to five years? That question just reinforces those old um, structures. But what do you want to do? What would be exciting to you? Or questions like, what does success feel like? You know, describe that to me. Those sorts of broad questions force folks to tear down those old barriers and definitions and really get in touch with what's going to be most important, most satisfying, most soul nourishing for them. And so by doing that, we we almost, you know, kind of create the conditions for folks to be able to paint with more colors when it comes time to start working toward their career. Second category of questions might have to do with you know, deepening our joint understanding of motivations. And, and the important word there is joint because these questions help me as a leader understand, but they also create the conditions where someone can reflect on this really important deep stuff that we don't always take the time to do. So questions like, which of these other seven dimensions are most interesting to you right now? What's most alive for you right now and why? Why confidence now or why connection now? Um, And then helping people think about, okay, if you were to focus in on, say, choice, another of the C words, (laughs) if you focus in on that, how is that going to help you develop your career? So they're really connecting the dots that helps them get in touch with their own motivation. And then, you know, all of this is sort of for not if we're not inspiring action, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about helping people then take action. 
And so a question like, um, what step can you take? What support or resources do you need? Again, as a leader, you don't want to overstep and try to do it for them, you know, make more work for yourself. You're just going to support that. So, but what are the resources? What are the steps you're going to take? What, what do you need in order to make this happen so that folks can start to take the, the steps necessary to realize the kind of growth that they're looking for? Okay, Julie, could you leave us with some action steps for listeners to go away and better understand that career development doesn't need to be in relation to promotions? Yes. And I think you nailed the first one, Pippa. I mean, it's the first thing we need to do is stop assuming that everybody wants a promotion. My research found that these other seven dimensions are actually more interesting to people. Mm. So let's just take that old belief off the table and approach this with a, a fresh perspective. Second thing is we really need to prioritize helping people figure out what those most interesting dimensions are. So if it's not promotions, if it's not the climb, then what is it they're interested in? And we do have a a free online self-assessment that allows people to take 10 or 15 minutes to sort through some statements and uh, they get a, a personalized email report that lets them know from top to bottom, you know, where their interests lie. Um, What I love about that report, too, it also gives them some advice about their top dimensions and a series of reflection questions so that they can come to their next meeting with their manager with some really thoughtful reflections uh, about what they're interested in. And there's more information about that self-assessment, the details about how to access that uh, in the Tiger Hall app. And then finally, uh, the last thing is, there are still going to be people who want to climb. I mean, that's just always. And there are certain times in all of our careers where that is the most appropriate step forward. When everything aligns and they're able to get that role that they aspire to, that's great. It's when those the stars don't align that things get a little bit frustrating and feel disempowering. So in those particular cases, what leaders have a tremendous opportunity to do is really explore what's animating the interest and see how they might use some of these alternate dimensions as a means towards someone's end. So for instance, if you've got someone who wants that promotion and you can get to the bottom of it and they really want the visibility that comes with it, what can you do to elevate their profile here and now? You know, if they were really looking forward to that next challenge, What new experiences or projects could you invite into the envelope of the current role? So you could offer the kinds of development and experiences that they're looking for between and beyond and besides the promotion, preparing them for the time when it might be available. Okay. Julie, this has been so interesting. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Tiger Hall podcast. Quick favor. If you like this content, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new upload from us. And of course, if you're hungry for more, and why wouldn't you be, don't forget to download the Tiger Hall app for hundreds more just like this.